With your connection to local agriculture, I'm Joanna Guza. Today we're traveling to the Cascade Plymouth area where I talk with Scott Wader. He's the owner of Straight Arrow Energy. Scott, could you first start off by telling me a little bit more about Straight Arrow Energy? Uh, Straight Arrow Energy is actually uh, a more of a lighting company so we we actually are the only manufacturer of uh, we design and make our own lights for dairy farms here in wisconsin um, we are the only high bay led manufacturer specialized in making a, a fixture strictly for dairy and how long have you been around since uh, we started this in 2018 And Scott, what do you do to analyze the farm's lighting system? I actually prefer to come to the farm, do it doesn't cost a farm or anything, and I come and look, analyze what they have, go over options. There's several things we can do, like as far as getting NRCS involved, possibly, or focus on energy, and then seeing what, put a package together to see what makes most sense for them. Mm -hmm. So when you first go to these farms, what are some of the first places you go to? Are you going into the milking parlor? Are you in the freestyle barns? Where are some of those key lighting areas that farms are trying to either update or improve? Well, lately it's been the parlor because it's being justified by their milk suppliers basically saying they have to have adequate lighting. So a lot of the parlors have been uh, the focal point now of making sure because they're getting pressure to have better lighting in there. And then and then it's just going there from, you know, as a need basis, just kind of walking through and just seeing what makes most sense. What is long day lighting and from the basic definition? Long day lighting is basically you're trying to trick the cow. It's June 21st every day of the year. <laughs> and uh, you're and the whole idea is that you're trying to get 16 to 18 hours of daylight, 6 to 8 hours of darkness. And in, the goal is that the cows eat and drink more and then hence produce more milk. And does it matter about how bright the light is? You want to be as close to natural light as possible. So a 5,000 cave fixtures ultimate goals as closest to sunlight without going past the um, if you get to a 65 or something then you're getting to the blues and it's not adequate because it's kind of a it's too of a blue of a light um, but it's critical having the light even as even as possible and not having bright and dark spots to get, so that it's like as natural as possible as, as daylight is so a lot of these farms probably have electricians that are coming to the farm that either helped, you know, install or build the, you know, build the barn and put the lighting system up. What are some common mistakes you've seen from electricians when it comes to installing light in the in whether it's the parlor or the freestyle barn? If somebody's doing lawn need lighting, the key is it, every barn is different. So I always recommend to come and take a look at it to do a survey, and so the light placement is key. So just because it worked in one barn, the, the way they did it is not going to make it always work in every other barn. So it, um, I always go, and it's key to have the lights at a certain space, and then I provide layouts for that so that it's cut and dry, and it's pretty simple. Um, and then I guarantee whenever I do a layout for it that they're going to hit the foot candles and achieve what they need for lawn day lighting. How does the lighting impact the animals? You kind of mentioned this before, but if you want to emphasize any other points of the importance of the lighting. Well, it, for lawn day lighting, the, obviously a lot of them are, people are doing it for the uh, get the extra milk production. I know it's tough because every farm is different and your feeding rations, rations change and so that. The other thing is it's the, I noticed farms that are in their lawn day lighting or even if they just keep the lights on at, you know, 16, 18 hours and, you know, and, and they're not, necessarily doing everything they need to the hair on the animal is actually different versus under good lighting versus less which i'm not a veterinarian but i did talk to some vets and they say that that's a good thing because uh, of the 
the animal's hair will, will indicate the health of the animal. And they say the better lighting is, is a lot of times better on the animals with the, the longer hair during the wintertime versus summertime. And then the... Uh, about eight years ago, I had a customer in uh, in Minnesota that actually did their own test, and they had uh, built a new cross vent barn. And they they he was a veterinarian by trade, and this is where I learned a lot about this hair. Is he actually took his good herd, left it in the you know cross vent barn, saw the milk production go up, and noticed the hair is getting different on him. Then he he moved that group into his natural vent barn and took the one of his lowest herds and moved them in that cross event barn and he said within two months he noticed the total difference in the cow and the, and the milk production and the hair on the animals so he knew that it was working and and uh, so that was kind of what I, I, that's where I kind of learned because like I said I just go off with these you know with customers I kind of tell them how they could do it and then I learned stuff how can dairy farms adjust their lighting with the shorter and longer days? And that's maybe maybe focus on now with the days getting longer. Are these lights on a timer? How do they kind of adjust with the changing of the, the lighting situation? The best way to do it, I always tell people, is simpler to better. There's so many complex systems out there. Is um, You just want 16 to 18 hours of daylight where the lights are on and then just a simple timer just to turn them off or a photo eye and a timer um, that's pretty much all you need to have you don't have to get fancy matter of fact the lights we make we actually set the dimming mode to five percent automatically so a customer doesn't even need a fancy controller just needs a contactor to close and the lights automatically go to five percent so there's no set points it automatically be where it has to be and is the lighting system usually tied to the fans or the ventilation? Do farms ever combine those? Yes, they do, and that's a good question. I, I actually tell a lot of customers that don't go buy a, a separate controller because every farm fan controller can you you can utilize and put, connect the lights in the same controller. So why spend more money and have more controls and different things that go fail? Just utilize you know fan controls and and just you know tie the lights right into it. Yeah, you don't need more gadgets. What kind of maintenance should be done on lighting systems? Every light's a little different. Um, with, you know, the LEDs, the big thing is it's making sure you got the right fixture for the application. A lot of people are just putting UFO, I call it UFO, it's just a round hockey puck style fixture in these dairies. They're not designed. And unfortunately, if you get five years out of six years out of those fixtures, that's about all you're going to get because they get too hot. The dirt builds up in the top and the heat sink's gone. Um, that's where a big problem is because people think you put an LED in, it's good for 15, 20 years. They don't have to worry about it. Not the case. Um, with our LED, it, the whole thing's a heat sink. Um, the only thing you might have to do is wipe the lens on the outside down maybe after five years but i really haven't seen too much of an issue with that right now but the biggest thing is with every led fixture the better quality you buy and the heat dissipation is the best for longevity so there's a lot of a lot of led fixtures out there um that if you get five six years out of that's it so a lot of a lot of people think that that oh you put led and you're good for 15 20 years not the case you know and if you're aware of it that's fine as long as you know what you're buying at the time what about these these cold winters? You know, we have some of these cold stretches. Does that take a toll on the lighting? Cold doesn't do anything. Actually, cold's 
a beauty thing with LEDs. LEDs do not get affected by cold at all. It's the heat. Heat's more of an issue than cold. And what kind of issues would they see with the heat? It just, over time, it just, your your drivers and your diodes, which are the little, little dots that give you light, they're going to prematurely fail over time because they just get overheat. What about when it comes to the lighting in the calf facilities? Do you do anything different from the freestyle barn? Do the younger calves require anything different? They say, studies say, that you can do long day lighting in the calf barn, you know, basically when they're born all the way up to when they're um, ready to have a calf. I've only had one customer do this, and they you know the the cost, the extra cost to throw that much extra, that many lights in and do it. I don't know if if you you maybe gain a month of you know that that calf grows faster. I don't think it really justifies spending that kind of extra money. A good adequate light in those applications, I feel, is really good. But I don't. I really don't think you need to overdo it. What kind of technology are you keeping an eye on when it comes to improving lighting systems in barns? Well, that's the reason I pretty much started making my own light because I wasn't happy with the lights I was finding out there in the marketplace. So we basically designed our light to LEDs typically give a lot of light down but not out, where our lights were spreading out farther to the side. So we're getting just as much light between the fixtures as under the fixture, which is really unheard of with LED. And we're constantly upgrading and looking at better technology to, to, to improve, to keep that, you know, our fixtures, you know, putting the best technology in it moving forward. And that's your connection to local agriculture. I'm Joanna Guza.